Today's podcast is brought to you by Auto Armor, Central Mississippi's premier automotive detail and ceramic coating shop. Located at 4394 Mangum Drive in Flowood, Mississippi. You can check them out online at AutoArmorMS.com and on social media at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Located right there in Flowood, Mississippi behind Merritt Health Hospital. See you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, folks, we're back. And it's Tuesday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Hey, I want to remind you, our good friends over at Home Care Plus, folks, anyone you know is on oxygen? Well, you know that their activity can be limited, having to carry around the oxygen tank and all that. Well, it doesn't have to be that way. Home Care Plus has a Precision Medical Live Action 5 portable oxygen concentrator, which supports an active lifestyle. It's lightweight and can be worn comfortably on the shoulder and runs off a rechargeable lithium battery. The Precision Medical Live Action 5 Oxygen Concentrator produces the highest oxygen purity possible and has a five-year warranty. It's on sale now at Home Care Plus. Located in Ridgeland, 864 Wilson Drive. Folks, give them a call, 601-957-9174, and they can help you out. And with any of your medical services or equipment needs, you can get it done there at Medical, at, excuse me, at Home Care Plus. And also, they have two pharmacists on duty. So if you need your pharmacy, uh, or your medications refilled or filled, they can handle it there at Home Care Plus. 864 Wilson Drive, 957-9174. All right, folks, as promised, using the full weight of my local influence, I've secured the presence of one David L. Archie. He is in the studios with us. He's brought his gavel. Don't bang on the gamble over here, Hoss. We, we don't play that, man. We will put you out. <laughs> anyway, folks, and also accompanying him, I don't know, like I was telling, the security's gotten laxed up here. We have Addie Green in the studios, folks. She's back there in the background, and it's going to be hard to keep her quiet because she's going to have to have something to say. In other words, something's going to have to be dead before that all this is over with. Then we got Brother Wright back there in the corner handling security and things. I, I see he's got on something. Look, he's probably got a piece up under there because, you know, we, we know he's going to protect David L. What's up, David? Good afternoon. Um, Kim Wade, always good to oh, be here. Oh, excuse me, excuse me, Mr. President. Yeah, Mr. President, that sounds <laughs> mighty, mighty fine, mighty What's good. going on down there with the with the battles of the presidents over there? We got it. It's supposed to be out with the old in with the new, ain't it? Yeah, absolutely. You want some water there? I, I, I just want to, you know, continue to, to do the work of, for the people of Hines County, mm-hmm. the entire district, the entire county. We got a lot of issues that facing us in 2022. We got murders. Um, <clears throat> folks out there carjacking people. Um, people are afraid. Um, I'm going to do everything that I can to answer the questions that some citizens have wanted to be answered in terms of getting out front and getting things done getting your roads repaired, repaved, and fixed, taking care of the Fundren District that I represent, the Woolen Hills area, parts of, of uh, Bellhaven, that where we got good folks that are living and don't want to move. Um, on tomorrow, I'm going to get in touch with the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the speaker of the house to answer some of these questions about crime that is taking place in and around our community and our city. We're going to put boots on the ground and get something done, whether it's in Verndition, Shady Oaks, Woolen Hill, the Fondren, Northeast Jackson, wherever crime is taking place, we will not go through another year. People are afraid to come on their porch, ride the entire city, ride the entire county. 
somebody got to take charge. It is my job as the president of the board and the chairperson to sit in that seat, to conduct myself. And at this point, that is the only thing that I have done. The, uh, I have um, not done anything wrong. I am only following the, the bylaws, and I brought them to you today. Um, I have them here with me. The minutes that was printed off in terms of me ascending to the seat, the same way that, that Creedale ascended. This is 2020, January the 6th at 9 a.m. in the morning. 2020, okay. Absolutely. Um, and we have here the election of the president and the vice president of the board, the election of the president upon a motion of Creedale Calhoun, a second by David Archie, Vernon Gavin voting nay, Robert Graham voting nay. I mean, uh Bob Robert Graham voting A, Bobcat McGowan voting A, I apologize. It was resolved and approved that Robert Graham as president of the Board of Supervisors. Election of the were, vice president. Okay, go ahead. This is in 2020 when okay. all of us first came into office. Right. We set the bylaws, our charter, and our guidelines in terms of what we follow. Right. For, and for, this for the is, next four years. For the next four years. Okay. Um, the election of vice president of the board up on a motion by Robert Graham, a second by David Archie, Creedale Calhoun voting A, Vernon Gavin voting nay, Bobcat McGowan voting nay. It was resolved to approve Creedale Calhoun as vice president of the board. Board policy for president and vice president for four years four-year board term up on a motion of Robert Graham, a second by Creedale Calhoun, David Archie voting A, Vernon Gavin abstaining, Bobby Bobcat McGowan voting no. It was resolved, and this is the part that the people must hear. It was resolved to set a policy to elect a president and a vice president at the regular at the regular January meeting in the first year of the board term to have the vice president ascend to the presidency at the regular meeting in the following January and to elect a new vice president each January. Gotcha. So in other words, you were the vice president in this past year. That's correct. All right. So according to the... Uh, bylaws. Bylaws that you guys agreed to upon all of y'all entering in 2020 that this is the way it's go. So it says that you're supposed to be. Uh, so, now, do they have to Send vote? to the seat. They, they don't have to do anything in January of this year. No, it tells you the only uh, no, thing only, that you vote for is, is the, vice the vice president. president. So you you don't, you're automatically coming to that. You're automatically a sin. Okay, so, uh, uh, so what is Cradell saying? Their problem is that they don't want to abide by the bylaws and they don't want to follow Robert Rules of Order because to change any bylaws, not just at the Board of Supervisors, but um, at the uh, the, pre- at the board of the Jackson Public Schools, at the well, city council. Let's stick with BOS at this time. Okay. Okay. So at the Board of Supervisors, anytime you change the bylaws in terms of Robert Rules of Order, you must have a... Um, two-third vote, you must have a supermajority, not three-fifths, but four of the five board members to vote to change the bylaws, to vote to suspend, 
to ascend or to amend any bylaws. Right. It's real plain and okay. simple. Okay. Okay. But the problem is mm-hmm. that they have made such a big fight about their three votes that that has never came before the board to address the fact we're going to, yes, we're going to, we want to change the rules. So number one, we got to suspend the rules, take four votes to suspend the rules. Yes. Uh, we want to amend the rules, take four votes to amend the rules right. and then to uh, change the rules. It takes four votes to change the rule. Credel Calhoun has decided in his cunning way to go around uh, having to follow the rules of Robert Rules of Order as well as our bylaws. All right. So it sounds like this is going to end up in court. Have you sought the uh, counsel of uh, Mr. Perkins or anyone else? Oh, absolutely. We we are already in court. So there's there's a couple things that are happening right now. So the part that is in court mm-hmm. is the part that when they took the vote illegally right. and improper, we filed um, uh, a lawsuit against the board telling them that they made an illegal motion. Right. The, the board president accepted an illegal motion, Creedale, as well as uh, to the floor in made an improper motion to the floor. It was accepted, and they tried to move on. So right. the lawsuit states that um, that is the issue that we fight in in so court. So where is that at in terms of timeline? Man, we're trying to get the judge to, to give us a court date so we can fight well, it out and you, just make I a mean, decision. That can't be amended or file another action for a temporary restraining order? Because what I see, if that's if you don't get a TRO, temporary restraining no, order. No, we, we, we asked for a temporary restraining order on that particular matter. You need to go back today and say, look, squash it right now, Cordell. I am the president, and let the courts rule on that immediately. Because otherwise... This is not going to help anybody. You guys having this squabble every week. Well, okay, so there's an ending to the madness. So now the issue is, because remember, I had not ascended to the seat. Now the matter is, is that now I ascend to the seat, and now Creedell Calhoun had no idea at that time that he wanted to be president again. And so now he want to violate all the rules, not follow Robert Rules of Order, not um, suspend, amend, or change the rules, using you know getting two thirds of the votes, mm-hmm. uh, in order to move his agenda. Right. Remember, I said his his agenda forward by coming in, running a coup, um, with with three votes, and saying that that is the law and that is the rule, and it is not the rule. And so now. Um, they, they're trying to stop me from ascending to the seat. And so if they want to get me out of the seat, they're the ones that court. now have to go to court because right. I'm the one that ascends to the seat. We, we, didn't, we didn't file no lawsuit on ascending to the seat. We filed a lawsuit on their votes, on the illegal you. vote. That's you. what took place. Uh, we have David L. Archie in the studios with us. He's explaining what's been going on down at the Board of Supervisors. Uh, you have comments, 601-879-0002. Who do we have? We have Jerry on the line. Hey, Jerry. What's up, man? There's your microphone. Hit, please. Hey, Jerry. Jerry. Let's see if he's on the other line. Is that one on? That should be him. Jerry. Position right. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. You did not get your position by the rules. You didn't play by the rules. Now you got a problem with the rules not being played when they affect you. That is so 
What it's so unfair, man? What 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 rule what rule what rules? You you said that I didn't play by the rules. What rules that I didn't, you didn't play, play by? by the rules. You supposed to re- you ran what? in a position that wait a minute, Jer- wait a minute, Jerry. Let me, your, let me can, give me an opportunity to ask the question. Let, Don't let fuss finish, with man. me because I'm trying to ask a question. I know. Just let him finish and then he. And the Democratic Party signed off on it and allowed you to run in that position, and you won, and you did, and the guy protested it. You did not live in that district that you ran in. Okay, so you went to court. Now they giving you your same medicine, and now you want to go to court. Y'all need to play by the rules. You wouldn't have all these problems, y'all. All right, right well, now. let him respond, Jerry. Everybody is, is breaking the rules. Okay, let him respond. So, Jerry, have you ever heard of something that you call due process? Due process of the law is the, the fact that you're being treated fairly at every level. And so... Um, McQuaida received due process. Um, he filed with the uh, the Hines County Democratic Party. They ruled in my favor. Then he appealed to the Hines County Circuit Court. They ruled in my favor. Then he appealed to the Mississippi Supreme Court, and they ruled in my favor. Now, that is due process of the law. And I am just going to simply do the same thing. And that's the only thing that I'm asking for. But the stay is, is that the fact that when you file whatever the rules states, I'm the one that is in the stay. The stay is that I ascend to the seat. And so it's the, I don't mind by them taking me to court. But at this time, the stay is, is that I ascend to the seat. I didn't make that law. I didn't make those rules. We're just only following that particular rules. Now to address now 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 to address about um, me living in the district. I don't think that you you don't know what you're talking about. That's number one and number number two. What? Well, let me finish. Then I'm gonna let you finish. That I'm gonna that I'm gonna I'm gonna let you finish. All right. Uh, thanks, Jay. All right. I know, right. I know, Jerry. What we're going to do is take a break, and you can, find it, you can follow up when we get done. We'll just take a break. We'll be right back. All right. You have to sit back in that office, and you can hear it on the radio back there. All right, folks, we're back. We have David L. Archie in the studios. He's explaining, in fact, based on the rules, he is the president for this board year, and uh, um, we're going to see what's going to happen in the next board meeting. David, uh, you addressed Jerry's concern uh, adequately, or you have something else to say on well, that? Well, well, I just want to, I just want to say that you know, I'm not, I'm not, you know, in a seat because the people didn't elect me to be in the seat. I'm not trying to uh, hold a seat hostage, or I'm not trying to take over a seat. I'm where the citizens of District Two sent me, and for Jerry, what you should have done is perhaps got out there and, and helped. McQuaida campaign versus sitting on the radio and just talking about what I did. You should have got on the offense and helped uh, McQuaida get elected. Uh, you can't just, you know, tell me what it is that you think that I did wrong in order to get elected. I'm elected. And, and the Mississippi Supreme Court ruled in my favor. We went to the highest court in the land, and after you appeal to the Mississippi <laughs> Supreme Court, it's over with for election. You can't take it to another level unless it's a uh, it's a federal election. Right. 
All right, David L. So, what can the county expect? Are we going to be at a board? I mean, at a, at a deadlock? Or, uh, you you won't be able to get a quorum if those three don't show up? What's going to go? What's going to happen? So, it's, it's my idea of to in the next week or so um, to put together uh, some type of negotiation um, to to Creedell and to the other board members, and they put together. Uh, some type of negotiation so we can do the citizens of Hines County business. Well, let me I, ask you, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go finish. No, I, and, and you know what, Kim? I think that I've done a, a pretty good job. The people in Hines County District 2 uh, talked to me about the job that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I've gotten a lot of money in the district. we moving forward. I've got money for all, most of the parks in Hines County District 2, which has never been done. I've got the town of Bolton, 468000 the town of Elp was 492000 the town of Utica, 505000 Right here in Pocahontas, when you cross the railroad track, I just got $230,000 to repair all of that bad area after you cross the railroad track there in Pocahontas, able to negotiate with Willis Simmons to get um, mm-hmm. Highway 49 paved uh, with state money. Willie Simmons and I went to dinner, and we talked about it, and from... 220 all the way to the Madison County line, it is paid, repaired, and fixed. Not only that, um, um, I was able to get the town of Elpwich uh, some some police cars, um, got them $150,000 for the new park that they're going to build. I was able to build a basketball court for the kids down in the town of Utica, and I've paved so many roads all over Hines County and fixed so many bridges that the very people in Clinton, Mississippi, that where we was having this big argument and disagreement about whether or not David Archer would do for the town of Clinton. I've got I've gotten three bridges repaired and repaired. No, actually four, if you count the Cynthia Road Bridge, which was two hundred and some thousand dollars. And the other bridge was in the neighborhood of uh two sixty five to three hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Over a million dollars of bridges being repaired and fixed in the town of Clinton. Was just able to talk to Phil Fisher just the other day about giving um, uh, Robinson Park $25,000 to do some upgrades um, out there in that park. So I'm, I'm working for everybody. Uh, we have Jerry back on. Okay, he's gone. Okay. Well, listen, what is the big deal about being the board president? I mean, is there certain perks? You guys getting more money for that position? I mean, what is it that the board president can do that no one else can do other than, you know, get more time to speak at the meeting? I'm, I'm glad that you asked. Uh, I think that's a great question. So the board president get updates on everything that takes place in Hines <clears throat> County, whether it's an emergency, uh, whether um, it take, for instance, if the governor needs to speak to the leadership of the county, the, you know, the board president would be the one that he called. If there's a outbreak down at the jail, the, the board president is the first one to receive the call, as well as an emergency that take place. Um, and then everything that goes on in Hines County, the board president must put their signature uh, to the matter. If it's some type of um, uh, matter that had came before the uh, board president and he does not agree with it, he have the right to bring it back before the board uh, to make sure that things was done legit and right. And so you, you have, you know, that kind of power in terms of getting things done. And you invited to a lot of different events, a lot of doors open up in terms of finding other monies through the legislature, through the federal government uh, for the county. So in, there, there's a little perks to it. But uh, the bigger thing is, is that you're the one that chairs the meeting. Uh, you're the one that is in control of the moment while you're in the boardroom. We have Celeste on the line. Hello, Celeste. 
You're on the air. Hi, Mr. Wade. How are you doing? Doing great. How are you? I'm doing good. Of course, you know, I love your show and I love your programming. But I just have a question for Mr. Archie. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Archie, now I hear what you're saying and everything sounds so good. But why must we always want to argue and be combative and fight? If you're fighting for what you believe in, you don't have to do any of that. If you all worked on the crime in Jackson, it's a shame that I live in Jackson, but I have to have a business outside of Jackson because I'm terrified. My family is terrified for me. But I love Jackson. Jackson is my home. Right. Why can't we why can't we focus on what needs to be accomplished? Why can't we work on building these bridges that have been burnt by the other powers that be because they never really cared about Jackson. They only cared about their pockets. Okay, and so and, and and hold it right there for just a moment. So, ma'am, so that that's an interesting question. And so, the Hines County Board of Supervisor are responsible for the whole entire county. It, that's right. And, oh, and Jackson is a big part and the most money making part of your county. Correct. And so, I'm trying to I'm trying to give you some answers here. And so, um, each supervisor is elected from separate districts. And what may be important to me may not be important to the supervisor in District 5. What may be important to the supervisor in District 5 may not be important to the supervisor in District 1. And so and that's when true. you... That is so we, true. Yeah. But, you're, but the county's universal, universal and collective mission should be to keep crime, crime down for the entire county. It's embarrassing. That is... That is absolutely that is absolutely conferences, you're on TV and the city looks like the county and the city looks like nobody's at home and the cats and the dogs are just running through the house, running amok all over the house. This is what I can embarrassing. So how could you bring any businesses to the county and to the city if you all won't get on one accord and work towards a goal of helping move this okay. county forward. You all, all right. are losing money. You have no people that really want to buy homes in the city of Jackson and Hines County. Can you hold it We got to take a break. Can you hold it there? Let's, let's, we're going to let him answer that question. We're, we appreciate your call. Okay. okay. I'm you sorry, time. Mr. Wade. That's you know okay, I President. You I, know, I know you're passionate and we're going to let him answer. Go ahead, Dave. So, so I, I think uh, she make a great point. <clears throat> um, um, one of the, one of the things that I want to share with you is that I'm a supervisor for nearly seven different municipalities. Most of the supervisors are only responsible for one municipality. And so that makes a big difference. Raymond, Bolton, Edwards, Utica, uh, a portion of Clinton, uh, in, in a big portion of Jackson. So there's a lot of um, uh, different municipalities that I'm responsible for. So I have to move around and, and actually speak with all those council members and all of those mayors and all of those areas, which other supervisors really doesn't have to do so. And so those supervisors that are responsible for their particular area, they're interested in taking care of business in their particular area. But I am an advocate for um, uh, bringing crime under control. I've already said earlier today that I will be meeting with the governor, the lieutenant governor, and the speaker of the house so we can come up with a comprehensive plan working with the state legislators. But, you know, I mean, but Sless raises a good point now. Uh, working with the governor and calling them in, oh, that's fine and good. But we got to get our stuff together here. It ain't, it ain't like it's really the state's problem. 
These are Jackson problems. And this is the thing that I committed myself to in 2022 is start holding us accountable. Hoss, we got problems. Everything, all the problems we got ain't got, ain't got nothing to do with money. We need to change. We got some behavioral problems that don't allow us to prosper. Well, well, well Kim, and, and, and I must say, it, it don't change overnight. Give me an opportunity. I've been there for two years. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to yeah, do yeah, everything yeah. in my power. I, you have not had a supervisor to come to you and say that, you know, you, you gather in a comprehensive plan in those hot spots. I spoke with the sheriff just today concerning hardcore crime, murder, rape, robbery, uh, uh, carjacking, and homicide. I specifically talked about uh, uh, well, people re- in Bel- Bel- Haven and the funding district and, re- re- and all those areas. Respectfully, Dave. What, what, and I'm trying to lighten your load. The sheriff can't do everything. The sheriff don't need to do everything. We, individuals, you, if, you, if you're going to be the, the drum major, you're going to be out front, you're going to be the leader, you got to look back at the band members and say, look, you guys are out of step. you got to look at the people of Hines County and tell them, stand forthrightly before them, flat foot, and say, look, your child is out of control. You're not spending enough time with your kid. You need to look and call them out by name. We can't give, keep saying Tate Reeves the problem or the legislature. Black folks have some unresolved issues. We done got way off course behaviorally. And we trying to act like it's something else that is money. It ain't money. We're running amok. Yeah. As a matter of fact, what we need is a boot up. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> this is Clay Edwards with Auto Armor in Flowood, Mississippi. Auto Armor is the area's premier automotive detailing and ceramic coating shop. Auto Armor exclusively uses System X ceramics, and we're also an authorized installer of System X products. System X ceramics comes with a lifetime guarantee and goes onto your vehicle's Carfax report to potentially add increased resale value to your vehicle when you trade it in or sell it. Take advantage of our grand opening specials right now. We're offering System X ceramic coatings starting as low as $4.99 for cars and only $7.49 for trucks and large SUVs. We also offer headlight restoration, rim polishing, and paint correction. We're located right behind Merritt Health Hospital in Flowood at 4394 Mangum Drive. And of course, we're online at AutoArmorMS.com and on Facebook and Instagram at AutoArmorMS. That's A-U-T-O-A-R-M-O-U-R-M-S. Enjoy the rest of this podcast and we hope to see you soon at Auto Armor in Flowood. All right, we are talking with David L. Lodge. Before we get to David, I want to tell you, uh, bankruptcy attorney Michael Pond, he wants you to know bankruptcy is a word that no one wants to hear, but bankruptcy doesn't have to be a bad word, and often it can be a lifeline. Let Jackson attorney Mike Pond help you out in a bad situation. Michael will give you a free initial consultation and can show you how the bankruptcy laws are actually designed to protect you. Michael Pond will show you how to right your financial ship and allow you to remove the stress in your life that's keeping you from sleeping at night. Find Jackson Bankruptcy Attorney Michael Pond at jacksonmsbankruptcy.com. Bankruptcy isn't a bad word. Call Jackson MS, excuse me, go to jacksonmsbankruptcy.com today to learn more. Michael Pond. All right, David L. Archie, now you're talking, we were talking about the Capital Improvement District. The governor presented in extra police. Explain how that's going to work. Well, well, but before I get to that point, sure. and before I lose this thought, um, I wanted to address something that the young lady was saying. And one of the things, Celeste, um, Celeste, I, I want you to know that I am on the front line, that I am out there. I'm not one of those elected officials that sit back and you only see me just during election time. I'm everywhere in Hines County. I'm all over the district 
outside of the my my district that I represent. Uh, they most of the people have my number when they have um, um, issues in and around the community, whether it's fixing potholes, whether it's illegal dumping, whether it's fixing roads, whether they need a covered in their driveway, whether the um, the uh, Clinton Police Department or, or Edwards Police Department, Bowdoin Police Department needs some help. I'm always there. I'm in their meetings. I'm in their board meetings. So I am not one of those elected officials that sit back and you only see um, when the election times come up, I'm on the front line fighting to help save Jackson, to help make this okay, place safe. Okay, okay. Now, Kim, the the issue with um, the hundred, the the other seventy five or so officers that the uh, governor is going to offer us, the only thing that I'm saying that we know where the hot spots in 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 Jackson. If Celeste want us to clean up the hot spots. We need more bodies, more police officers, more sheriff deputies to go into those areas. Some of those areas, you only have one officer on a beat, and it takes him 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get to a call. That is absolutely too long, so we're putting lives at risk. So now we will uh, consider when, when it comes in, maybe the mayor will talk to him by moving those officers out in those hot spots, the other 73 that we use. But listen, it's going to take time to get those officers trained and get them ready in order to work for Capitol Police. So, but no, crime no, no, is no, happening no, no, now. No, 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 no. At least that's not my understanding. So what you're saying is the governor's talking about beefing up the Capitol Police Force with new recruits. That's that. I mean, I guess that's where they're going to come from. Capital cap from you know the capital JPD Hans County Sheriff Department and Capital Police are three totally different yeah, kind of law right, enforcement. Yeah. But see, the thing is, the Capital Police is already patrolling these areas. That's the Capital Improvement District, and they already have arrest powers. It was the city of Jackson under Mayor Chokwe Lamuma that was saying, no, don't y'all come in here trying to enforce it. Okay. Well, you guys trying to take our turf. So all you need to do is let them, when they arrest Pookie for going out there driving without a license and stuff like I'm, that, I'm with them. don't harass them. I, I am with them. Yeah, so, I, I want them to do their job. And why can't you just, uh, 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 um, why can't it be rather that they just beef up the, uh, 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 the reserve forces for Hines County? Because the sheriff's office had a pretty stout, Reserve force at one time. Well, 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 they only can work a certain amount of hours. And lately, because of COVID-19 and, and because of some other Y'all shouldn't have took that money. Had, that COVID-19 we, ain't did nothing but hamstrung this county. We have had three sheriffs in two years, mm-hmm. two a little over two years. So, mm-hmm. and, and then, you know, you, the, the system got to start all over again. Now, Tyree is there. He got to start Tyree, all over again. T- Tyree was working on the land, uh, Vance. Does Tyree know how the game go? He knows what he Absolutely. Knows what and, and, and we support that. But, but Kim... All of us are responsible, and, and I think that every elected official that that is inside of Hines County is responsible for every life, every life that is Dave. taken. And I think all of us ought to have a comprehensive plan what how to fight to, crime. Yeah, we do. What you need to do, you elected officials need to turn your head and let these police officers and sheriff's officers and others go out there and break a boot off in these folks' backside. I be I'm willing. talking about old style Kojak type police. That. That's when you had real community policing. Back when Addie was out there in, in the streets, a young girl, and they was regulating you coloreds out there. Y'all behaved yourselves. You knew what certain neighborhoods to go in and act the fool, and which ones you didn't, right? 
Yeah, but uh-huh. we, we we still not with huh? uh, uh, Valley. You with Trey. Yeah. And see, these young folks ain't got no fear, but you putting up pain on anybody, they'll stop that BS. Put me in charge. Let's go to Mary. Hey, Mary. How are you? How you doing? I'm well. I'm well. Um, getting ready for uh, school to start tomorrow. Okay. Um, I wanted to um, speak on the the issue of police in Jackson. Okay. Um, I'm born and raised in Jackson. Um, I'm raised by my grandmother. Uh, mother was a, a crack addict. And so there's a lot of history that goes back to the issues that Jackson is facing right now. Um, and I think that we've gotten lost um, since I was a little girl. You know, we had uh, McMillan, you know, who was the sheriff back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't have too much of those issues uh, back then. Uh, but one thing that I do realize that we don't do now uh, that we need to get back to doing is um, uplifting our police officers, and when I say uplifting right them, our our um, children are not growing up. They're not being influenced to be an officer, to be a good citizen. And we have programs within our schools that um, push that, like the D.A.R.E. program. Mm-hmm. And they started taking money away from that. Right. And so my thing is, if we want to um, have a better city, we have to invest and the right things. I think a lot of these officials are going about crime the wrong way because if you notice who's doing the crime, it's the children. Mm, that's true. And most of these, their officers that were in the school had a relationship with those kids. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, if, if Archie want to speak on that as far as how we can go about funding some programs that would, you know, teach you know, our children about the real job of being an officer, what it really means to be an officer. All right. Thanks. That's a good point. Dave? I, I, first of all, I want to say I, I have the utmost respect for police officers that is doing good work. There, um, and, and I think you have heard me say this before, Kim, uh, the criminal justice system can be such a low-down and dirty uh, criminal uh, system, criminal justice system, or system uh, from from the street, uh, from the police officers all the way to the courtroom. Uh, if you don't sometimes have money, you 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 can't defend yourself, and many times you very well may be innocent of something, but you don't have the resources to defend yourself. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah, and you yeah. can't win on the side of the road yeah. when it comes to a police officer. And if a police officer is wrong on the side of the road. 90% of the time, they do not apologize for being wrong. That very seldom happens. Crime I think if you're going to teach something, I think you need Yeah, yeah but if you want to teach something, teach something like that to the officers saying, look, when, when you're wrong, you're wrong. And, and you need to apologize to your citizens. Just say, you know, I made a mistake. Let's move forward. It's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Yeah, then yeah, they yeah. will gain more respect yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, from the average citizen yeah, in the neighborhood, yeah, yeah. and certainly in the hood, well, look, well, let's see, where yeah. hardcore well, crime well, is. Hold it. If you can bring that message to the police officers, why can't you take that same message to the parents and to the parents of these little knothead kids? I do here? every uh, every single day. I'm I'm in and out of the hood, around the hood. I'm out there fighting to help save lives when it comes to the kids. If you want to save the life between the police beat officers and, we got, and we as got well Jim as the on citizens. the phone. Jim, what's going on? Hey, I think the city of Jackson 
has got problems that hard work can fix. And as these folks that are elected officials was working, they wouldn't have time for talking and squabbling and putting on a show. Mm-hmm. You know, hard work cures a mm-hmm. lot of things. Good point. We hadn't had a mayor in Jackson, a real mayor, in a long time. The last one was Dale Danks. And since then, we have not had a mayor. Mm. Uh, right. But, you know, the DA is a problem. The police say that the DA won't push charges. He reduces them so they can turn them loose because he won't prosecute these lower crimes. You know, they're going to drop burglary down to trespassing, and he don't prosecute trespassing. Got you. You know, the police are sick of it because they're going to have the people out they arrest an hour before they're through with the paperwork. True. That needs to be corrected. All right. And that was the folks that elected this DA. Uh, he's done a few things right, but deep down, it's problems. Right. But our elected officials like to see themselves on TV, like to hear themselves. But if they were working, they wouldn't have time for that. All right. Look, we're coming up against Brill. Appreciate that call. He makes some good comments there, Dave. Hey, listen, I, I agree with the caller. Mm-hmm. I don't like to see myself on TV. I end up on TV because I am doing the good work for the people. I'm in every area fighting to make a difference, fighting for the people uh, and the citizens of Hines County as well as the city of Jackson. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Hey, let's get back to the phones. We have Lacey on the line. Quickly, Lacey, how goes the young lady? Hi, hey. how are you? All right, come on. What you got? All right, I wanted to say, okay, do we have anybody to check the police as well? Because, you know, the uh, a lot of times the police are involved in this crap, and that's why a lot of it gets by. Yeah. Um. I'm all for the police. I'm right behind them. But I've heard cops say that they wait 15, 20 minutes before they even go to investigate a crime that's being done. So we need to get somebody to investigate the police, to do a background check on them, make sure they are not historically screwed up. (laughs) You know, I, I don't know. All right, well, look, we're going to uh, comment on that. Lacey, we're up against the clock. We appreciate your comment. Uh, I would definitely, uh, Kim, look into making sure that uh, police officers and sheriff department is accountable for their action. But, you know, I have Miss um, Atta Green here. She's a, a long- Wobble to the uh, pole. Wobble to the pole. Hey, baby. Let tell you about what's going on. Wobble to the pole. We got the- Thank you so much for folks, this opportunity, Kim. Okay. And, folks, that's uh, the lady co-host. who uh, generated, who uh, wobbled to the polls when she was running for office. So she will live on in infamy. That will always be on our board. Go ahead, Ms. Adam. Thank Green. you so much. I'd like to take this opportunity to thank you all for allowing uh, us to be here. I'd like to say that, uh, Kim, uh-huh. you have a good supervisor in District 2. Really? I, I not only What his I name is? Him, David L. Archie. <laughs> Look here. He works hard. You can talk to him. You can call him anytime. Mm-hmm. He has tried to make sure that our parts are up to par. Our streets, our uh, whole district, he looks out for his district, District 2, 
And you know why I can say that? Because I watch the board of supervisors. I'm there. I spend my own gas. I volunteer my time. And I make sure that when there are questions asked, I pass them on to Supervisor Archie. Mm-hmm. And a lot of elected officials, you can't do that to them. Mm-hmm. They get beside themselves. And so we need to go back as a community, uh, Kim, and get some training. We need to get involved so that we we'll know how to address these problems. And I call uh, on these young parents in the school system with the Board of Education, get involved. So you will know what is it that you are bringing to the school district. Uh, a lot of young parents don't know. DHS don't want you to whoop your children. And so this is why we have what they call jailhouse birds. And so I, I, I echo to Supervisor Archie and Robert Graham and all the rest of them. Some of them are uneducated. Mm-hmm. And so when I asked them to go to the polls and vote, I try to get involved. President Obama said, get involved. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I say, wobble to the polls. Wobble to the polls. Folks, that's <laughs> Addie Green. We want to thank her for coming in. David, we got some white folks who are nostalgic for the old David L. Archie. Could you just say it one time? Dirty, low-down white folks, just for old times' sake. You, you, you said it. Kim, Come on, Dave. No, you, you no. Said, they need I to hear. I just said some low-down and dirty folks out there. I ain't gonna, I'm oh, not going to accuse we got, uh, anybody in particular. We got, the, <laughs> we got the diplomatic David L. Archie now. And Kim, I really thank you for having me, and you're always interested, and you can call me anytime, and I'll show up. All right, give, give me $5. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Kim Wade Show podcast. Tune in daily from 4 to 6 p.m. live on 103.9 WYAB in Jackson, Mississippi for the live and current Kim Wade Show. You can call in at 601-879-0002. We'll see you tomorrow right here on the Kim Wade Show.